Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today. I so appreciate you. I'm so grateful for each moment that we get to spend together to each of us learn how we can thrive in our own life. Now, I want to really address the fact that what thriving may mean to me may be like nails on a chalkboard to you and vice versa. And that's okay. All I'm really suggesting and hoping that each of us can get to is being and having the best today. Um, as my good friend Ernie Villanueva used to always say, yesterday's a canceled check, tomorrow's a promissory note, today is the only legal tender that we have to spend. And with that thought in mind, when I think of thriving, I really think of a really great day. Um, it can be everything from warm, beautiful sunlight on your face, uh, possibly ocean breezes, um, or, you know, maybe you're a mountain kind of person. Maybe it's beautiful evergreen trees. Whatever your thing is, um, you know, there's that external, that environment you're in. In fact, let's look a little deeper into all those elements of having a really great day. Because we have mind, we have body, we have spirit, and then we also have financial. And all four of those have to come together in order to really truly be thriving. Now... I want to take a minute right here because this is the place where for all of us, judgment of ourselves tends to step in and rear its ugly head and we end up going, well, yeah, but I'm not doing really great in the... Um, and I want to let you know that on all four of those areas, in any given moment, in any day, or any given point in our lives, they're going to be on a scale. Never probably will there be a time when all of them, well, never will all of them be at a 10. Um, and there may be a lot of times when none of them are at a 10. Uh, it's just one of those kind of things. You know, you wake up in the morning and it's raining outside and you just kind of feel gloomy and ick. Um, you know, maybe you're not going to reach a 10 in any of those four aspects. Uh, you know, but the flip side to it is you may feel emotionally really down. You may be physically, I mean, you could even be sicker in the hospital. Um, spiritually, you could be on a journey and in that place of really doubting the things that you thought you believed um, or questioning what you believe. Uh, but maybe at that same time, maybe you just had a client come in with a great big check or maybe a bill got, you know, a loan got forgiven or uh, you know, all kinds of cool things can happen. And so even on what may feel like one of the worst days externally, um, it can be a really great day internally. It can be a great day financially. Um, or it could be one of those days where everything's gone wrong. But whatever religious background you have, you all know I'm a third generation minister. You know, I mean, that's why we say it in the intro. So... When I go all Jesus-y on you here, it doesn't offend you. But, um, you know, maybe with everything else that's going wrong, you feel really close to your God. You feel loved and together and know deep inside that you are just not alone. What a great feeling that is and what a wonderful, amazingly great spiritual day that is for you. Uh, don't discount those. Do not allow yourself to fall into the trap like we all have of diminishing any one of the four of those. Um, and again, 
I just feel really led that I need to really go deep into the allowing you permission to let go of the judgment of yourself. So you can enjoy it and you can be in a place where you're struggling with it and that can all still be okay and you can truly thrive. Maybe there's a bill you just got in the mail and if you were to grade yourself on a scale from one to 10 financially, you'd probably give yourself a negative two today. I've had days like that where it just feels like you're never going to get ahead. In fact, you're so far behind that you don't even know what caught up. You don't even know what even would look like. Many of us have been there, and that's okay if that's where you are in that particular one of those four realms. Uh, maybe you're having physical health issues. Um, you know, and that's okay too. You are exactly where you are right now. And I hope and I pray and I want and I wish better for you. But I also want to release you from that ugly green monster of envy and of that horrible self-judgment that we all of us struggle with so much. Where we find ourselves, rather than celebrating how amazing we are, we spend our time in judgment over the parts of these four elements that we're not at a 10 with. And of course, when we look at it, none of them feels like a 10. You know, it's just one of those days where it's like, you know, I think I'm a negative two on all four of those. Then we just come down hard on ourselves rather than being able to realize maybe, maybe the best way you can maximize while it's called today is to lay down in the bed, pull the covers over your head, and just know that there'll be a bright tomorrow. Sometimes we discount how important, uh, you know, the aspect of rest, sleep, taking time away, taking a vacation is on our physical health, on our emotional health. And even, you know, when we're spending money on a vacation, sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves financially is to step away, to take a break, to intentionally not think about the things that have been stressing us out financially, and in that allow a breakthrough to come through because of it. That can be so powerful. It can make such an amazing difference in your life if you'll allow yourself to do it. But you have to be kind enough to yourself to be able to give you permission to say, hey, you know, it's okay. Whether I feel like a negative two on all four levels or there's just one that I'm struggling with right now today, that's all right. I am right here where I am right now. And whichever one of those four elements, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, you might find yourself judging you about today. I want to be the one to stand with you, but also stand for you and tell you where you are is exactly perfect right here, right now, today. I love in the uh, Lord of the Rings, um, Gandalf says to Frodo when Frodo, you know, he's first arriving at Bilbo's birthday party. And those of you that have never read Lord of the Rings, you don't have any idea what I'm talking about right now, but that's okay. The rest of you are like, all right, let's geek out on on Tolkien, right? Um, and Frodo is saying to Gandalf as he's arriving to Bilbo's party, you're late. And Gandalf says to him something so powerful. He says, a wizard is never early. A wizard is never late. They always show up precisely on time. I want you to adopt that in your own life, in all of those four aspects, and say to yourself, things are not in the wrong timing. They're not early. They're not late. They just simply are arriving exactly right on time. And I know sometimes it's really hard to believe that with some of the stuff you're going through. But I want you to know that in all four of those aspects of your life, good is coming. And so then we can step away from the enormity of all of forever 
and step into allowing ourselves to just simply maximize while it's called today, to make today the best day it possibly can be, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and yes, financially, so that you then can show up in the world as a thriving entrepreneur. I have two really great guests for you. The first ones are going to talk about three of those aspects, you know, the physical, the emotional, and spiritual, and then the last one is going to step in and talk to us about financial. So let's jump right into our first interview, and we can all learn together how to live as thriving entrepreneurs. Join me in welcoming Veronica Gianferri. Hey, Veronica, how you doing? Good. How are you? I am good. Your book is called Cancer You Lose. Uh, tell us first, though, a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, um, I am the main. Uh, I am the main author of this book, and I'm really, really excited about the uh, about this this book. First of all, I really would like to thank you, Steve. You are so awesome. You, you have gone um, to. Um, beyond the call of duty to do this book and i'm very grateful uh for you doing this for me and by the way everybody um steve is the number one best-selling publisher and also an author himself um he has um published over 30 books and also he is a coach for people all over the world. And that's why Steve is here to publish my book. I'm really excited and, and so grateful for that. But the journey for this book has been a, a very hard journey. I have um, what is called metastatic breast cancer is incurable. And um, it has gone throughout my body. Um, it's in my lung. Um, it's um, terminal. But um, I always look at people and say, we all have so many difficult journeys that we all have to go through. And um, it is very difficult sometimes, but you have to look beyond that. You have to make yourself aware that there are so many things out there that can improve your health, not only um, through medicine, a holistic healing and also the mindset. If you don't have the mindset to do this, then you really don't have a chance of beating anything that you have. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful to still be alive and continue my journey with my husband. Um, my husband has been such a wonderful man and inspiration. He is my rock. Um, he has been such a wonderful human being to me. I, I can't say enough about him. I'm honored, honored to be his wife. And I'm also first and most of all, I'm honored to have my heavenly father always with me and by my side. Um, whenever I'm sick, he's there. I am um, I'm thankful to God for everything I have in my life. I love that. Just as a tiny point of clarification. I'm actually working on my 20, my personal 20th best-selling book right now. Wow. I'm in the process of writing it and I've helped around three or 4,000 people publish their books. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. That, that is a lot of people. Wow. But you do such a great job. I mean, who wouldn't go to you, you know, you're awesome. Oh, I'm really grateful. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about cancer. You lose the trifecta effect from tragedy to triumph. Um, what is the trifecta effect? The trifecta effect is three different little ingredients in this book. And the first one, like I just said, is going the Western medicine, which is your doctors. You go to your doctors, they diagnose you with certain cancer, diabetes, whatever the case may be. And then you think about it and you say, hmm, is that all there is? Is that all there is to my life and my illness? Am I going to just die? Am I going to allow someone to come in and say, you're going to die, Veronica? No, you don't say that. You just do your research and find out other alternatives. Like, for instance, holistic is the second part of it. Holistic healing. You got, you got all kinds of different things out there that are 
uh, based from, from the earth, uh, grown in the earth that can help you. I mean, it's, it's reality. It really is happening. A lot of people are going that direction. And also the most important part for me is the mindset. You need to get yourself out there and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to allow any negativity to come into my space. I am going to fight this and I'm going to fight this really hard. This is about me now. You have to put other things aside and really think about what you want to get out of this. Do you really want to heal yourself? Look at your life and say, I have so much more to give, so many more things that I have to do and to also help other people. It's not just about us as well. It's about other people in yourself, your family, and others. And the book goes into detail about talking about different parts of the body and different things you can do. Um, if you had to pick one today, what's your favorite part of the book? My favorite, I love the poetry. Geez, you know, I love the poetry in there. And there's cookbooks that in the in the body parts. Oh my goodness. There's so many detailed things. Like for instance, it talks about diabetes, about your pancreas, how your pancreas works. I mean, that's number one. I, my when I was a young girl, I was only 18 years old, and my pancreas happened to blow up. I had um, seven tumors and three cysts inside my pancreas, and it burst. And they ended up having to cut half my pancreas off. And um, that was a very, very difficult time for me, but it, it talks about it. And, and I have also dedicated that portion to one man that's going through the same thing I did. And I'm hoping that it helps him through his journey. And that's what it's all about. These little aspects in the book are actually gonna try, you know, and we're trying to actually help people throughout their own journeys. Absolutely. Um, so, Talk to us a little bit about what your day-to-day -day life is like now. I mean, you obviously have some stuff that's challenges that we don't, you know, normal people don't necessarily have. Tell us a little bit about what it's like going through what you're going through. Well, it has been a long journey, um, very, very long journey. I've been sick pretty much most of my life. Um, I've had over 40 major operations. I've had cancer for approximately 16 years. Um, 2018, I was dying um, of uh, metastatic breast cancer, which was in my lungs and my blood. Um, it was all over my body. And um, they were actually giving me enough medicine to keep me comfortable so I would die peacefully. And all of a sudden, I woke up and I said, God, you know, you know, I can't believe I'm going to die already. I'm just not ready to do this, you know. And all of a sudden, I just woke out of it. And I says, you know what? I can do this, you know. And the doctor says, Veronica, you're going to go home. You have to go home or to a nursing home to, to just die in a nursing home. And I says, no way. I'm not going to a nursing home. I'm going home. And if I choose to die, I'll die. Or it's up to God anyway. It's not up to you. So I came home and I started biohacking my body. And that's what I've been doing. I've been battling this, this cancer. At one point, it was last year, I actually biohacked my body to the point where the cancer disappeared. And now, once again, the doctors tell me that I have a couple of months to live. And I don't think so. I mean, it came back. I have it in another part of my body. This, this cancer, it travels from organ to organ until it destroys you. But it's not the end. I mean... It's, it's up to us. We have it in us. We have the ingredients in us. And we have the holy power within us to be able to, to, um, to beat this and to go to the next stage in, in your uh, progression of life. So for somebody that doesn't have cancer, but's reading the book, what kind of, uh, what kind of things can they learn from the book? Um, eating correctly. Number one thing I follow a, um, a regimen every day is is not is not that difficult for a person per se that actually still is doing it pretty much but for a person that is just a beginner and is always eating um, junk food um, things that are all been processed um, we've been indoctrinated into the idea that all this stuff is good for you. You know, you see a package and you say, oh, my gosh, this is, this is good for me. It has all this stuff and it, that's really good for my body. But when you look at the ingredients in 
that certain meal that you want to eat anything and you realize oh my gosh look all the hydrogenated oils all of the the uh, junk that's in the stuff the food colorings all that stuff so what i do is i eat a root-based vegetable diet i you can eat meat but I wouldn't get the meat like straight from, from like the grocery store. I would get it from your farmers, your local farmers, or you people that you sure that you are sure that you know that they don't put um, give their animals feed that's bad for them, that that actually is is cancerous, is, is like a carcinogen. They, they actually put all these things in their growth hormones into the food in order for you to like it and get used to it and get addicted to it. But in reality, that's what's actually causing your cancer. So what I do is I do, I stick to my root-based vegetable diet. I don't drink milk because a drink has hormones and it has um, all kinds of things in it that, that destroy your body. So that's what I do. I root-based vegetable diet and I eat I drink almond milk and, and things like that. And it's just positive thinking throughout my day. I hang out with a lot of people that are very, very inspirational and um, very positive people. You know, when I do run into those and I'm not so happy, go lucky, but it's okay. You know, you deal with it. Absolutely. So of course a person needs to go to Amazon and get the book cancer oh, yeah. you lose um yeah. what else can they do to help you do you have a website or or things that they can do that you want to help them with well all the websites are in the book um for everybody now i have a bunch of people in the book that that, that are going to be coming on to you know to talk about the book as well um we have fiona Lowe, we have um jenny stapleton we have wendy travolta we have um um, we have a lot of people, uh, um, John Gianferri, my sister, Gloria Palomo. We have Nick Karakoudis, which is a Deerfield farmer. He's awesome, wonderful guy. And also we have, um, am I forgetting someone here? Um, I'm not sure if I heard you say Michelle. Yes, I did. Michelle, Michelle. Yes, Michelle King. She's awesome. I love her so much. She's so inspirational and such a wonderful person. All these people are my friends and they're actually, they own this book as well. And um, they're, they're co-authors and um, we've become family. We are so close to each other. We, I, I love them to pieces. They're such wonderful people. And I'm grateful that they, they've been here. And, and my husband is such a rock. He's awesome. You know, and of course you, <laughs> you're in it too. <laughs> well, Veronica, we're all praying for you, pulling for you. And we can't wait to hear the next time, like we did last November, where you're like, it's just gone again. <laughs> yeah, I know, me too. I'm really looking forward to that. You know, it's up to God, you know, a lot of um, work, but it's okay. We can do it. We can all do it. We can inspire. All these people that are in this book are such inspiring people. And they've had their stories too. And with their stories they're going to share with you, you can learn and, and help yourself through their own stories and struggles, you know? I love that. Again, the book is called Cancer You Lose, My Weapon, The Trifecta <laughs> Effect from Tragedy to Triumph. What I'm going to do here now is also play for you some recordings that some of the other authors that are in the book, Cancer You Lose, also did for us so that you can get to know some of the authors in the book as well. Hello. It's so wonderful to meet you. My name is Michelle King. And let me start off by thanking Steve, our publisher, for all the effort that you've put into getting this book out on Amazon and to you, the reader, so that we may enlighten and help writing some tips and tools on ways that you can get through cancer and similar illnesses with cancer you lose. My weapon, the trifecta effect, primarily written by Veronica, my dear colleague and friend and contributing authors like myself and others. I was so honored when she asked me to be a contributing author. Veronica and I share a deep love as sisters in Christ. 
And I knew that contributing to her book would be some way that I could give back things that I've learned to help me on my journey in life. One of the primary things that I've written about in this book has to do with your mindset because what you believe has a big impact on how you see things. And how you see things does affect your whole thought patterns, which affect action. And the things that you do or choose not to do definitely play an impact on the results that you get. So I was so excited when I got done with my chapter, submitted that, and saw the rest of the book coming together with fellow colleagues and friends. It is amazing to be a part of a group like this. And know that Veronica has written this because of what she has been through with her battle in cancer. And she wanted to share anything that could possibly help you. Or maybe you're reading this for somebody else that's involved in your life, a, a loved one, a friend, family member. We wish all the best to you and want to help you on your journey. So thank you for taking the time to listen to the videos and for reading this book, purchasing it to help you with tools that will impact your journey in a positive way. You'll find so many different things in the book. There's even a lot of recipes that you can use. So bless you and I'll pray for strength on your journey. Take care. Hello, my name is Fiona Lowe, and I'm one of the contributing authors in Cancer You Lose, My Weapon, The Trifecta Effect by Veronica Jamferi. And I'd just like to start by thanking our publisher, Steve, for everything he has done for us. So Steve, thank you. We couldn't have done any of what we've done without you. And for you to get our book live now, we are so happy with the, the end product. So thank you to you and thank you to your team. I was so excited when Veronica contacted me and asked me, would I like to be in her book? So my answer was an immediate, yes, I'd love to be on board. So thank you so much, Veronica, for inviting me to be part of the team, for um, allowing me to be the third leg of the trifecta effect and enabling me to be able to talk about the incredible power of the mind and the part it plays when we are faced with illness and disease. Being able to write in this book has been an honor and a great experience for me personally. And as a transformational coach, I'm highly aware of the power of a positive mindset can have over your health. So in this book, I've given you an insight into ways that you can develop your mindset. And I've also given you some resources as well that, that you may find useful. I've also included a little part of my story and to tell you how it helped me in life having a positive mindset. So that just might inspire somebody out there reading it. So that's where I put it in. So this whole book is full of wonderful things from all of the authors, inspirational, personal stories, private photographs, um, family photographs and, and all sorts of other things, healthy recipes, and even the authors have all written each um, a poem of their own with something to do with their topic. So that, that's really nice too. So we've also added lots of links and tools to help you. I hope you love this book as much as we loved writing it. It really is a special book. And I'm sure that Cancer You Lose, My Weapon, The Trifecta Effect, will change the way that you look at healing. So enjoy it lots. And we would love to hear feedback from you. If you would like to contact us with any questions or just to give us some feedback on our sections, all of our contact details are in the book. For me, it was important to be part of this book because it was absolutely mind-blowing to see my dear friend of many years Veronica literally dying of incurable stage four cancer to witness her go into full remission by biohacking her body. 
I want to share this to help people and make a change in the world. It brings thoughts of my dear mother into my mind. She has Alzheimer's disease and it is heart-wrenching that she didn't understand about holistic approaches for her body and mind. I really wish my mother had been more proactive through her life because she might have had many more years being who she was meant to be and that would still be a terrific mother. Part of what Veronica did to biohack her body is working with NRF2 and I am helping people particularly with that. I am super excited that we are getting this information out. It means a lot to me. It's being a part of something that is bigger than myself and my life. It's leaving a mark in the world. I am very passionate about this. I am grateful and appreciative to Veronica for the opportunity and for being the person that she is. I am also honored to have worked with a talented team of women and men. They all have awesome backgrounds and different aspects of helping people. Together, we are making a difference to help the world with our Trifecta Effect book, Cancer You Lose. It is my pleasure to be part of this book. So thank you for allowing me to be here and for publishing this book and for supporting us as we go through this. Um, I accepted the invitation for this book because I was astounded by Veronica's, Ver, Veronica's heart when we were collaborating with another book project. She is a fighter. She is a poet. She is a very broad, like a hard worker who's done many, many things in her life and still keeps moving forward and still cares about people. And honestly, there's been so much upheaval in her life. I can't even imagine having a life, living the life she's had, but there's so much uncertainty and clarity in the world. And she has such a knowledge and perspective that I, there was no way I was gonna say no when she invited me to be, be part of this book. It attracted me to be part of it, partially because of the five strong women, ladies, and you who uh, were part of this book. So I, I, I couldn't say no. It means a lot to me to be part of this book. I recognize that kind of it takes a village to keep optimism in darkness, if that makes sense. And obviously the last couple of years, there's been a lot of um, kind of terrible struggle. And someone with stage four cancer, which is Veronica, has a lot of struggle. And I really seen her at her worst with still a positive, optimistic, functional medicine attitude. So focused on her eating, focused on her health, focused on optimal living, and her, her husband, um, John, as a caregiver as well. Um, I just have to say, he's been one strong, strong dude as well. So I, as a caregiver, very much relate. Um, and basically, what I do is caregiver coaching. So she, when she, when Veronica invited me, I felt honored. I felt a chance to share a little bit about that perspective of resources that are needed and a mindset that's needed to um, be positive as we um, take care of ourselves and our loved ones and how the trifecta effect is very much what we need to be um, focused on to keep that optimal living. So I just wanted to thank everyone, for Fiona for um, putting the book together in the formatting. Steve, thank you for publishing this book. Veronica, thank you for collaborating with all of us and inviting us to be part of this incredible story and just sharing our recipes and sharing our perspectives on life and sharing our um, hope 
for better living for people who end up reading this book. And thank you to all the readers who are reading this book. We can't thank you enough for just keeping on, keeping on with positive and hopefully we'll with positive, um, you know, intentions and also hopefully you will be inspired to publish your own book one day and tell your own story. Thank you very much. Bye. I wanted to be able to share not just Veronica, but all of or some of the people that are in this book with you. I'm also going to be putting the videos that each of them did that accompanies this audio that's part of the radio show, you know, because you can't see video on radio, right? Um, I'm going to put it out on YouTube as well. And I really hope that in their sharing of the the physical, the emotional, and yes, the spiritual parts of our healing that maybe in whatever you're dealing with today you can find some mental spiritual emotional healing yourself and it will make your life and your day better as you move through the day that is today for you and you can maximize while it's called today and you can say to whether it's physical or something else the cancerous elements in your life cancer you lose. I really appreciated the time that I got to spend with Veronica as well as the videos that were sent in by these other ladies. Right now we are going to take a commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about your mental, emotional, spiritual uh, you know, and, and I use mental and emotional twice, right? And your physical health in the last segment. And now we want to move on to your financial health so that you can really thrive as an entrepreneur. I'm so appreciative of this next guest and all that she's going to share with us. Join me in welcoming Heather Abbott. Hey, Heather, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you, Steve? I'm doing really good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, uh, my background is I'm a CPA and financial advisor. I haven't been doing that. What I'm doing is my passion, and that's helping people. I, I teach what I know. I bring all my decades of experience and knowledge to bear and help people get confident with their finances and help them get happy in their lives because some of the people have the finances, but they don't have the happiness. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm working on so important imagine having the money that some of us want to have and then still not being happy in life yeah yeah so you you come across a lot of money mindset coaches and they always say oh but i'm not an accountant or a financial advisor i don't do that part well i am so i do both <laughs> you get the numbers and you get the feels like the mm -hmm. feel goods about That's the money good. yeah so, so um prosperity is such a big word, and, and I'm afraid sometimes it's really misused. Can you give us what your definition for prosperity is? 
My definition of prosperity means that you have money and you have joy. You have to have both to be truly prosperous. Mm, I like that definition. A lot of people have one or the other, but not a lot of people I know, you know, have both. Which is a shame because, you know, if you're joyous and you have the joy in your life, I think it's just a matter of working with someone to get the help with the numbers and you can have both. Um, But honestly, if you're happy, if you're really happy, you don't care about the money as much. It's the ones that have the money and don't have the joy that have the harder time, I think, because the perception is that they should be happy. For a lot of people, their finances, their accounting, their money, especially when they're in business, uh, you know, they're afraid of it. They even sometimes avoid it. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. what is, because we're talking about mindset, What is kind of the starting place to change your mind and really get excited about your numbers? Well, I do come across a lot of people who tell me they just don't want to look. Um, What I usually start with when I'm working with people is I start with what their goals are. I ask them, what does your dream day, well, actually, what do your dream days look like? Because there's more than one, right? There's the day when you're working, there's the day when you're on vacation, there's a weekend, you know, so, so all the different days, what do they look like? And what does that add up to? Like, what, what are your goals in life? So I actually would encourage people to take at least half an hour and write down the things that are important to you that you would like to achieve. And I say half an hour at least, it should be closer to an hour because if you do five, 10 minutes, you're gonna be writing like crazy, but it's all the things that you already have front of mind. And if you actually take the time to spend half an hour or an hour, you're gonna dig deeper because you're still trying to think of things. So you're going to be, you're gonna pull out the things that actually matter to you. You can't, you can't just do it in 10 minutes. So that's that's where you would start. Some people, when they're looking at a blank piece of paper, they struggle with where to start. So give us some tips on a few things that maybe we don't think of that could go on our paper. Okay, a few things that you don't think of. Uh, how about I just tell you some of mine? Um, sure, that's yeah. probably easier than trying to come up with random ones. I would love to be a Hay House author. I have the idea for the book and I want to get it published. I, um, oh geez, you know, it's one of those things you actually have to drill down into. Start with the obvious things. Like I want to have money so that I don't have to worry about paying the bills. I want to be able to travel. I want to go on this specific vacation. I want to be able to have money to help my children if they need it. I want to put this child through school. I want to have money that I can buy my mother this wonderful gift for Christmas. I want to do this. I want to go horseback riding, all these little things. And they can be personal. Like I wanna learn Spanish uh, or relearn Spanish. Um, I wanna learn to play the piano. I want to um, be able to sing really well. So I want singing lessons. And it's just, just let your mind wander to all the things that you've ever thought of. And have the list handy because if you're watching TV or or listening to a show, somebody else will say something or they'll be doing something. You'll be like, I'd like to do that. Add it to your list. Does that help? Absolutely, it does. Um, So do you get pushback on that? When when you tell a person, okay, here's, here's a piece of paper, spend the next half hour to an hour writing it out. Do you, do people get excited about that usually or, or do some yes. of them? Okay. Usually, usually there's excitement because if you're going to somebody because you're afraid to look at your numbers, and this is some feedback I've gotten from clients. She's like, one of them told me, she's like, you didn't ask me how much money I owe. I'm like, no, I didn't. I, I, it, I work past that. Like there's, there's other ways to look at your money. Um, and 
when I'm starting out with the goals, they feel like it's a reprieve because I'm not actually making them look at the numbers yet. But <laughs> so they enjoyed it. Um, I haven't gotten any pushback against it. It's after that I take them. I have a system that, that gets you real clarity with your numbers that you don't usually get. And it makes it easy to look at and takes the fear out of it. And the way I do it is there's different categories that you look at and I have reminders so that you remember all the expenses. And because of that, you have a list of all the expenses. For example, when I'm asking you about transportation, I don't just say vehicle repairs. I say windshield wipers, oil changes, tires, because I want you to get really good information. There's a saying as an accountant, garbage in, garbage out. If you're not gonna give me good numbers, I'm not gonna give you good statements. And if you don't put the work into getting these numbers accurate, as accurate as you can, you're gonna have useless results, right? So when I go through it with them first getting the goals and then this, I haven't had the pushback because they're just, they're, it's opening them up to the possibilities. It's looking at the positive side rather than looking at, okay, let's dig down and do this boring stuff. You know what I mean? I do, absolutely. Um, that's cool because getting excited about the possibilities that the numbers really mean is huge. Yeah. Well, the second exercise after we do the, the actual numbers, I have to have them know what their goals are because the next work that we do is we fill in those spreadsheets with what they want the numbers to be and work backwards like where do you want your money to be going so we aim it at their goals and you because you have the list of where it's already going you can take it away from things that aren't taking you towards those goals because if it's not why why keep spending it right like if you're if you're going out and buying coffee for two to five dollars every day and that's your little treat well what if that money could be going towards something that's more important to you you know like if people don't think of it that way like if actually taking that money stick it in a jar or, or in a bank account so you track it and it's actually taking you towards that trip that you want or that item that you want to buy so the more you can infuse joy into the whole process of looking at your numbers, the easier it is. Love that suggestion. So where does the downside come to it? Where do people fight you in this process? I honestly, I haven't had them fight me in the process. I think getting them to, to sign up to actually volunteer would be the the hurdle because people sometimes don't want to raise their hand and say that hey I'm, I'm i'm not a good steward for my finances i feel irresponsible i feel overwhelmed myself I, even though i was an accountant and and financial advisor i was in a horrible marriage and i just kept my financial situation hidden from everybody because I was disempowered at the time because I wouldn't stand up to him. So I didn't feel in control of my life or my finances. And as an accountant, that's not something you really want people to know or as a financial advisor, right? So a lot of people are in that same boat. They don't want to put up their hand and say, yeah, that's me. That's where the, the issue is. That makes total sense. Absolutely. Um, so Let's be good teachers for the people. I know you said you have three things. Uh, so make sure we understand the three steps to kind of get us started in this. Okay, the, the main things, um, we already talked about them, is know your goals. So that's the, the work where you're going to take half an hour to an hour and write down what you want out of life. When If you were on your deathbed looking back, what would you have wished that you had accomplished? Um, the second way is second point is find an easy way to look at your numbers. If you want, you can always reach out to me. I have a free booklet that gives an overview of the system to get the, the numbers clear, um, clarity with the numbers. And the third step is take 
the steps to move the money towards your goals. So once you've gone through looking, taking, taking stock of where all your numbers are, where your money's going, then you look at the goals and where the number is and see where it's out of alignment and move it so that you're actually targeting your goals. Those are the three steps. I love teaching the way that you do it because you gave us three steps and they were just so easy that um, I didn't even think of them. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? A lot of times we sit down and we see, you know, do step one, two, three, and then, you know, it seems overwhelming. Whereas the way you shared it, it was just, it was easy. It's like, oh yeah, I can do that. Well, that's, that's just one of my talents. I've always, always been able to help people. Even I've, <laughs> I've tutored people on subjects that I don't even know. <laughs> It works really well, actually, because like for um, my friend's children, uh, for example, um, one of them was doing biology and he needed help or, or math and he needed help. And I wasn't familiar with the new way, way they were doing the math or um, I wasn't up to date on all the parts of the heart and everything. But if you actually take people through it, especially for those subjects, if you don't actually know it, you're getting them to pull the knowledge that they already know and explain it to you. So I teach them by getting them to teach me and then we go find the answers together. It's just, I've always been able to help people with subjects and this, I've been, I've been doing this stuff so long that, I mean, I started accounting in high school. <laughs> the reason I became an accountant is because it was so damn easy. So yeah, it's, it's, teaching it is just so easy and I love it that's that's this is my retirement plan this is what I want to do for the rest of my life I want to teach people and help them and and get them to have the clarity and the confidence with the numbers well Heather that's amazing I know there are a lot of people that they're going to need a little bit of help from you so that they can get from where they are to where they want to go so how would a person work with you uh well there's the easiest way to get all my information is to go to my website, uh, which is hcabbott.ca. That's hcabbott.ca. And I can give you that link if you want. I also can share with you a link. Um, you can get this if they go to the website, but if you want a link directly to that freebie I mentioned, which is uh, just a, I think it's 12 or 13 page booklet called Three Steps to Financial Clarity. And that would give them, it's an actionable overview of the system to get the clarity with the numbers. We appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, give me the link and I will post it for people so that they can, uh, you know, contact you directly and they can get that book and hopefully go deeper with you. Yeah, yeah. No, you can always, they can always reach me. There's a contact form on the website. I'm on LinkedIn and lots of places. So. Well, Heather, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. I really appreciate you inviting me. Thank you, Steve. It's so important that we have included in our goal of being healthy the aspect of finances because you know there's two element there's two sides to that same coin on the one hand if you don't have your health it doesn't matter how much money you have it's not worth it the flip side to it is is that if you are unhealthy in the way you approach money it will have an impact on your overall physical health uh, if only just, uh, you know, what we know stress affects the actual physical health, but it can also have an impact in your spiritual health. Um, you know, there's an element of uh, not being good spiritually with money. And a lot of times that shows up in our generosity and in things like that. And if we don't have that uh, element of finance, we you know, we can suffer spiritually. And if, if we're, um, you know, messed up mentally over finances, that, you know, that's one of the elements we want to take care of is our mental, um, you know, and we talked about physical, uh, you know, so it's really important that we really look at all four of those elements, the, the mental, the spiritual, 
the physical and the financial. Uh, you know, the mental incorporating the emotional as well, if you will. Um, you know, so that we really are living the best life we can live right here, right now, while it's called today. Can we agree, and I don't know about you, but I've been through some stuff. Oh my gosh, it's been a tough last... This year, this whole year for me has been a rough year. And I'm I'm always this level of vulnerable with you guys, so this isn't... Uh, for anybody that's listened regularly, surprising to you. And for the new ones, you'll get used to me being this wide open, honest. Um, it's been a rough year. Uh, you know, I've, I've dealt with feeling sick a lot of the year. Many of you know I lost my dad February 13th. Um, there's just a lot of things going on. And it's really easy to let all four of those areas slide, to not do the work and not have the finances because, you know, there's a correlation between the effort we put in and the money that we get out of it to some extent. I realize there's some nuances in that, but, you know, there's a correlation to that. If we do nothing, typically nothing is going to be the return we get from it. Um, and it's real easy. I have to say, uh, part of why I can tell you that you can be at a 10 in the midst of the storm is, uh, Jesus has been so good to me through this time, and I feel closer than ever. And I know I'm being really religious on you, but you know I really feel like a ten in that area. Um, and uh, you know, even though I I do kind of in a lot of the other areas feel like I'm kind of hitting on a negative two right now. Uh, that's okay, because I know that I can be the best me that I can be today. I know that I can do the show for you and pour my heart and soul and these amazing guests into you and that you too can deal with these four aspects of your life. Um, you know, not have to change the whole world, but just have today be a good day. And that that's what I can do to maximize while it's called today in my life. Because each of us needs to embrace the fact that you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose and the world does need you. You're so instrumentally important. There isn't anybody ever that's been born that was born for no purpose, for no reason, or that, you know, the greatest point in their life was for them to help keep balanced the oxygen to carbon dioxide ratio by breathing in and breathing out. Each of us has that uniquely wonderful part of who we are that we were brought here on purpose to fulfill a specific slot. And yeah, history has shown us a lot of times people go off the rails. I think all of us know of the times in our own personal life when we have. And that's okay too. Because no matter what yesterday was, today's a whole new day. You can pick yourself up brush yourself off, and you can thrive while it's called today. You can maximize today to its greatest potential and end the day putting your head on the bed, happy, safe, warm, and loved, and you know that today you lived as a thriving entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve, 
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You